Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course... Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, we are Up Next. Braden and Davey, the BDE. We are your NXT friends. Friends! And Tuesdays, well, you know what Tuesdays are for. It goes up on a Tuesday. Uh, we're still here. We're still here. We're your NXT friends till the ship goes down. You've seen the Titanic? You know, when they played the violins? Why are you so morbid all the time? <laughs> Every, dude, I think we've had so many of these shows where you're like, NXT's over! It's over! It's dead! COVID's over. Yeah. Uh, I, I can say that um, since the, we're going to call it now in NXT history, the Jeff Hardy incident. That's mm-hmm. what we're calling it now. Ever since then, morale's been low. But they still put on a pretty good show. You. Yeah, morale's been low for me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, think, I think I'm not on my own island. Uh, I think a lot of people still are feeling there's some, there's some things that don't feel too right. Uh, but these, these past few weeks were taped, and I couldn't really tell the difference between the the, the mm. tape shows and the not tape shows. So I think that's a pretty good thing that they were still consistent in setting up for what still is, should be a awesome takeover for takeover 36. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit, but there's, it feels like there's so much that goes on. Uh, well, at least it felt like this week because uh, obviously we do a, an AEW show. Welcome, but we we can be your dynamites too for BD Elite uh, Wednesday nights, and we talk all about that. And I just maybe I just I feel that's more of the stuff I'm more interested in, just mm. genuinely as a fan of wrestling lately. Because I feel like within a span of a week, we thought last week where we comparing what like 
The Juice, Juventud, Nick Gage, uh, Chavo Guerrero, Tanahashi, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan were all in a conversation. Well, now we can quite possibly add more people to that. Um, the Dirt Sheets loved to, the IWC. The, the hot topic, I guess, involving NXT is Adam Cole, baby. Where does where what's the what's the hubbubaloo about this? Yeah, so it seems his uh, contract actually expired, or like, what? and they added an extension which will take him through to uh, like SummerSlam weekend, so the takeover. Yeah, and then who knows after that? Damn, uh, that is quite interesting because he's someone I think would be pretty sweet to see on the other show to be completely honest again as a fan mm. uh adam cole hanging around his old friends kind of sounds pretty pretty fun yeah it's i mean this comes off we've had the bray wyatt news in the last week there with you his go release. yeah wow. and i think look i i say uh morale is down for you because i have been enjoying nxt i'm right. so uh detached from the main roster i don't really care what carrying cross is doing up there all i care about is the show i watch and I've been enjoying it. And as someone in our Facebook group reminded us, Charlotte Flair was champion and came and up and lost to Natty. Like, this has happened before. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really care too much about that. But what I do care about is where is the ceiling for all these guys? And that's what I, that's where I'm maybe losing morale. I don't care about shitty booking on Raw so much. Um, but where is the ceiling for these guys? If a Bray Wyatt can go one of the by all accounts the biggest merch mover uh there um multi-time world champion look sure we we've both criticized some of his matches in the past and sometimes the booking of his character but clearly someone very creative as well if someone like him can just poof be gone and i oh, will give your your gimmick to alexa bliss instead can you imagine The Undertaker just being like, oh, Mark, we love your Undertaker thing, but actually we're going to give it to Sonny? Like, it's it's very odd. Um, I can see that making morale quite low there and making people think, what's the point? Because right. we're clearly just replaceable. All of us are replaceable. We have a new class come in, and ah, we'll, we like the character Bray Wyatt, but let's just go with someone else. Do, do you think they continue more with the Lily... Character? I think so. I think the Alexa Bliss thing's continuing. Yeah, that's pretty lame. So if I'm an Adam Cole and my contract's coming to an end, he's had a great time in NXT. He's probably really enjoyed it. Seems to be Sean and Triple H's boy, you know? But if you're looking at that main roster and seeing what's happening to some of these people, well, what, am I just going to stay here all the time? Yeah. So if I was him, yeah, go. Yeah. And, I and that's a real shame because I do enjoy like i enjoy nxt a lot but then part of the like love was the whole like graduation process you know you go through it you move up to the main roster and you hope to see them thrive and become one of the the big stars there but it's so it's so beyond that now yeah they haven't they don't do that quite often we've had the same kind of set of people which like to me, I much prefer watching a Johnny Gargano, a Tommaso Ciampa, and Adam Cole. We had our NXT, like our own NXT six, you could say, for mm. quite a while there that that weren't moving anywhere and were just the solid characters, the solid wrestlers that we would see week to week. And I, and Adam Cole was definitely one of those. And it's like with Undisputed Era, you could have had them show up on a Raw after Mania and become instant big. We were saying this the other sellers. week, weren't we? How yeah. 
that was a missed opportunity, undisputed era as a group on the main roster for yeah. sure. Now, um, now, now, I'm like, okay, you were pretty hot on the indies, Ring of Honor, New Japan, all that stuff, especially with the elite guys, the Bullet Club guys. So it would be interesting to see him get inserted into that that oh absolutely playing field essentially, uh, and as a fan again, makes me go, oh man, that sounds great. Let alone all this stuff about. Chicago and the punk and Daniel Bryan. Like, yeah, this, this, this in itself is pretty interesting. I mean, I think if the, the problem is, is AEW is starting to get a lot of big talent. Yeah. By the way, it looks already. And Malachi Black hasn't even had his first match yet. That's tomorrow. Right. But already he feels overshadowed by punk and Bryan. Right. And now possible Adam Cole news and then Ric Flair and stuff like this. I, I feel, uh, and I love it. I love all these dream matches we can do. And maybe if these contracts are sort of open, allowing to do other promotions and stuff, that's how you keep some of these guys fresh and you rotate them. But hey, they got two it shows, also feels, though. yeah, maybe a brand split of some sort wouldn't yeah. be the worst idea. They got, they look like they looking like they have a lot of talent coming in there. And yeah, Ric Flair Asking Vince McMahon for his release and potentially could she put on that nightmare jacket and hang around uh, Cody or trick Cody into thinking he's hanging around him and then really hang out with Andrade. Mm-hmm. And then Charlotte will win the Raw title and do an Alundra Blaze and throw it in the trash on TNT. <laughs> History repeats itself. That's what's happening. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Charlotte in AEW with Andrade and, and, and Ric Flair. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I'm not sure about Charlotte. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. That's um, what I want. Take it. Rick, I can totally see showing up. Rick, Rick is I an interesting Rick one. I love Rick Flair. Yeah. I can't say I particularly want to see him on AEW every I do. week. I do. He's been under... Rick Flair has songs, references. Like, he's, he's known to the outside world. And the past few years, it's even been more apparent since that Rick Flair drip song. Mm. It, they've been not using him the right way. In my opinion. Oh, no, they have So, like, even if he's just another one of the Nightmare 33 people wearing those jackets, hanging out with Arn or Tully, or anything is better than, uh, what, hanging around Lacey Evans? Yeah. Yeah, anything is better than that. Oh, for so, sure. Ric Flair, put some respect on his name, and he'll he'll come out, and he doesn't need to, he's not, obviously not going to wrestle, does never needs to take bumps. Just being associated, throwing to something, it, mm. like, they do really well with their like Jake the Snakes yeah. or like anyone else that they bring in there aren't and Tully like they do great stuff with them so genuinely just happy to see like the goat be brought up not like with his daughter or with the mm. Lacey like it's, it, hopefully I, I, we don't even know he could just be like yo I yeah I you, can't you imagine he's showing up though come oh, on I, with Andrade for sure, for sure he should be in Andrade's, Andrade's sixth manager yeah. of the year <laughs> sorry something. Chavo hit the bricks yeah um <laughs> I don't know. I like Ric Flair. I can't say... Uh, I, I think AEW does use their older talent well, their managers well. Yeah. But I don't know as a weekly character. Um, and maybe that is just the WWE system. But I don't know. I've seen him... I don't always trust him on a mic. You know? Very true. And AEW is very loosely scripted true. and stuff. Uh, so we've seen Jake the Snake just go off in baffling promos yeah. before. I don't. I don't want to watch Ric Flair and be sad. And That's my thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think. Uh, well, that's how it felt when you watched it Raw. Did, it did, and I think a couple of uh, well-timed appearances, doing something with the Horsemen, obviously, 
that association with Andrade. Sure, have him maybe accompanying someone for a pay-per-view and stuff, but I don't necessarily want to see him cutting, like, promos for Marco Stunt every week or something, you know? Woo! This guy right here. He's four feet tall. I don't know what he would promo. I don't know. That's a Sonny and Undertaker, Marco Stunt, Ric Flair. Yeah. You're just. Uh, Ooh, I yeah, place. yeah. No, I, I, I think there would be a, a cool place for Ric Flair, whether it be used with Andrade uh, with the ties to Charlotte, which just makes me want to see Charlotte jump over there and face Britt Baker. Mm. Uh, but just uh, Adam Cole is definitely a possibility, at, at least this point. We, this, we could all be being swerved and this could all be something, but he does have. A storyline injury and going into a takeover rubber match with Kyle Riley. Yeah. So it's like, well, Kyle should win anyways. Yeah. So it and does. Cole on his way. Yeah. He can be revived. He's been a ghost. Yeah. Uh, the other like Adam Cole's ghost has just been. Doing Is there nothing. like an exorcist character in wrestling? Lave Luther. Ab- oh, you get, no, Abaddon. you'd get James Mitchell, wouldn't you? You'd get Bray oh, Wyatt. James Mitchell, yeah. Bray Wyatt to revive the ghost of, yeah. of but, Adam Cole. This is an NXT show, and we have a tradition here of pouring ones out sometimes. And I feel we've only just poured one out and then confirmed for tomorrow we're going to see him again. Wow, talking about about pouring one out of a mug and trying to not pour it in. you got to pour another in the mug to take your shot because EverRise, during NXT, put out a video with Daniel Garcia, wrestler, indie wrestler there. They challenged... Moxley, Kingston, and Darby to a six-man on Dynamite tomorrow. Mm. And this got way more of my attention than some of the stuff on the show on NXT. I was like, wait, what? Already? Oh, my God. So yeah, yeah. It feels like they only just left. So, yeah, uh, the Buffalo Kid, Garcia, who is lit. We thought he was he was on Dynamite and, and Dark and stuff, and then he kind of disappeared from there. And we saw him in NXT briefly, and we th- all thought he was going to make this jump. I, I think he's a, a talented up-and-coming star. And now he's teaming with Everize. Sorry. 2.0. Is that their name? 2.0. Yeah. And they okay. rule. They rule. Yeah. Uh, go check them out. Uh, we're super happy. To s- that was that was the biggest pop of the night, and it wasn't on the show we were watching, yeah. unfortunately. Actually, second biggest pop of the night. Because uh, New Japan oh. announced a match. Yes. For Resurgence is the name of the show. Resurgence, yeah. So the main the is, LA show. Yeah, the LA show is Tanahashi and Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. Well, they've also announced Moose from Impact will be taking on... Tamahiro Ishii, which means, yeah, cool, gets a fight, Moose. Sounds great. Which means Ishii's going to be on American soil, which means I wonder if, how long is he staying? Ishii huh? Miro, let's do oh, it. What? TNT title. When is this resurgence? Uh, it's coming. Is it? It's coming up soon, isn't it? Let's look. Yeah, because Ishii being in U.S. means he should... August fourteenth, yeah. Okay, so he's gonna he's gonna can he wrestle at uh, all out? <laughs> well, stick around until Tanahashi's wrestling at all out. Yeah, but Ishii should stick so. around. I'd love Please, that. Ishii. Or just on TV, like get yeah. some TV matches. Just do a dynamite match. Um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. And I am am excited for that Moose match as well. I've I've been enjoying quite a bit of Moose's work recently, and I think Ishii Two big guys. Ishii like is a great big guy as well yeah. um i think that should be awesome damn ishii coming in mm. yeah there that that could be that's a game changer for me that makes oh, yeah. me you put him on rampage i'll watch it you got me if you do that you're telling me punk is going to be on a rampage 
You're telling me Ishii's going to be on a rampage? <laughs> What's going on? This is like general manager mode in a video what game. What would the match you'd want from, from the Ishii? AEW? Fuck. Miro versus Ishii sounds pretty good. Um, personally, think one, we talk about it a lot. Personally, think one of the best pro wrestling matches maybe ever, full stop, is that Kenny Ishii match. G1. From the G1. Yeah. The bloody face and everything. I would love to see a rematch, but I feel like maybe that's something that we don't need to revisit. Mm. But selfishly, as if I would like that. But Ishii versus anyone. Ishii versus Daniel Bryan, if that ever actually Darby. is. Cool. Ishii Darby. Just I- murdering Darby. Yeah, who are like big lads that could fight Ishii over there in Dynamite Land? Miro obviously comes to mind, but... Brian Cage, Wardlow. Yeah. Yeah, um, there's a few guys there. Moxley Lance. again. Yeah. Moxley Ishii was pretty tight as well. Yeah. No, Ishii coming in fighting anyone is has my instant attention. So I'm super interested in that. But AEW is, again, it's like they got potentially got all these. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. WWE was doing that a few years ago. Didn't really work out when they just hired everyone on the indies. Well, now they just don't care. No, they have. They fire. They everyone. really don't have. <laughs> they care just who get they rid have. of everyone. They're like, okay, go somewhere else. Yeah, uh, it's that. That's what I mean. It's sad because it's clear they don't care about the wrestling anymore or the entertainment. I feel yeah. they just want to make profit and have the books look good. Yeah, I guess. It's sad. Yeah, I definitely get these these vibes from from like, oh, this person could go here. This could go here. It's like I was too young. To really take part in the the Monday Night Wars, yeah, and stuff like that. But it, now I'm understanding. It's like, well, these guys are Daniel Bryan. If he shows up in AEW, he was just in a main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, so that's pretty weird and crazy that he's potentially, you know, jumping ship or whatever. I noticed Pro Wrestling Tees was putting a giant sale on their CM Punk merchandise, which was really interesting. Oh, really? I mean, they gotta get rid of the Make old room before for you some get new ones. Some new stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Scrum's been dodging my texts. Uh, <laughs> he's been too busy. I don't know what he's been doing over there at PWT. Must be mm. printing some new T-shirts. Mm, I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, welcome to our uh, BD Elite podcast, <laughs> where we talk about NXT. No. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I was gonna say, speaking of Daniel Bryan. I mean, yeah. We 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 pour one out here on the show, and uh, we do that for people, especially if they've come through NXT. And technically, Daniel Bryan came through NXT. He did. You had a few matches there on the game show version. But we have a new schedule up for our Patreon where we uh, podcast, <coughs> excuse me, with different podcasts. <clears throat> and, well, we have a best match ever. Daniel Bryan. Yes. Don't call him Bryan Daniels. Who? We're doing best match ever, Daniel Bryan, which means it's only Daniel Bryan matches. Only Daniel Bryan matches, as in only his WWE run. Yeah. We're looking at the best matches in his entire WWE career. And it was a hell of a fun show to do because he's had some pretty good matches. Yeah, we recorded He's all right at wrestling, that Daniel Bryan. Yeah, we recorded this today. Uh, We got some sleepers in there, some ones you wouldn't imagine, including some NXT matches, uh, some maybe possibly Saturday morning slam matches, Mm -hmm. WrestleMania matches, uh, pandemic era matches, all sorts of stuff. So we we kind of asked you guys on our Facebook group and on Twitter, what Daniel Bryan matches should we do for this best match ever? And uh, yeah, we, we, we covered a lot of them. There's shield matches in there. There's punk matches, all sorts. So uh, that that'll be out on the Patreon uh, probably tomorrow night, Thursday night or yeah. Friday or whatever. I'll upload that. But awesome show, especially if you're a Daniel Bryan fan. We talk all about everything in his career from WWE, from the injuries to to everything. So total uh, divas, 
Total Divas. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and and everything in between. Oh, Ryback. Ryback. For some reason. Yeah. yeah, everything. Uh, so that's a show that's coming out because we're celebrating Daniel Bryan, even though it's Daniel Bryan month in the BD. Watch us just be worked, and he shows up to back yeah. in like NXT or whatever. But like, <laughs> hey, we're celebrating him anyways because he deserves it. So uh, check that podcast out coming out this weekend. We're going from that one show heavy in, in the wrestling there with the technical wrestling, Daniel Bryan, American Dragon, to something completely different. Yeah, we're back to our man Neil one of our world champions for an episode of up yours where our world champion patrons get to pick anything for us to review anything uh neil last time picked the film love simon which was great awesome soundtrack as well still bump that at work yeah and this time he's picked star trek 2 the wrath of khan yeah he yeah. saw the wrath of tony and nick khan and nick khan yeah so he thought why not get I con. guess so. We're going to be very honest. Neither of us are Trekkies. That's why Neil's going to be on the entire show with us. But I've heard this is a good one. I've heard like the right. even numbered Star Trek films are pretty good. And like the odd ones are pretty shit. So this is number two. So it's pretty good. Live long and prosper. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, beam I, me up. Beam Scotty. me up, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the red shirts to always die. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. thing. Uh, that's that's all I got to be honest. May the force be with you. I like Benedict Cumberbatch going, "I am Car." Oh, yeah. Okay. In the remake, the right? One. Oh, but that's about all I know. Well, so Star Trek fans are really excited, but if you're not a Star Trek fan, you can join us and listen. Braden's along. so excited for this show, I can tell <laughs> because you want to hear us talk about Star Trek, and I mean, Bill's in it, right? Shatner. Yeah. So like, yeah. we're good. Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be a good show. Listen, we've talked about Star Wars, but we've never talked about Star Trek. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting uh, when we get World Champ patrons. Um, oh, I love pick it. All these different things for us to review. And, and we have uh, a lot of things coming out, uh, including free shows you may have saw on this very feed. We went back to Gotham for the last installment of the Nolan trilogy, and we did Dark Knight Rises. If you've uh, not checked that out, it's on this feed. So that means... We've done a lot of Batman. We've done a lot of Batman, and we've got quite a few more. So we're going to we go listen to that one. We finally did the whole Dark Knight series. We did the Schumacher. We did Tim Burton, all that. So we're going to take a break off now, and we'll probably come back in September with Batman versus Superman on the free feed. So we'll look forward to that. But, you know, uh, we've got a lot of messages for people who have loved the Batman reviews. And thank you, everyone, for the respect on that, those Batman reviews. Mm. But everyone's asking our rules for these Batman reviews. We said we would review them if they were theatrical releases. Yes. Therefore, we did Mask of Phantasm because it did, in fact, go limited release. There is Batman versus Superman, but you do know what comes after that. It's the Justice League, right? Well, well, no, David. What? There's a movie in between. No. And I, I, think, I think the cat's out of the bag a little bit. So I feel like... Now's the time to say it's pre-hyping it for quite a while. This is probably like October, November or something. But mm. uh, we finalized the deal. Contract signed. Ink has dried. You thought We thought, well, they made a Batman Lego movie. I mean, I used to really love Lego as a kid. And I know you love Lego too. But we feel like we don't know a lot of le- about Lego. So maybe we should like get someone on. Get a Lego expert in? Yeah, I don't know any though, personally. Uh, I I know this one guy, actually. He's actually getting married this weekend. Yeah, he's too busy then. He's too busy? So that's oh. why we'll push it back. Okay. But yeah, 
Waiting. Waiting. Mr. Waiting has agreed to join us for Lego Batman. Mm. Uh, so eventually down the line, probably in a month or so. Uh, but look for that. But yeah, uh, this is the time to shout out Mr. Waiting from postwrestling.com, one of our bosses. This is the last up next he'll be listened to listening to as a as a single man. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's that's monumentous. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh Waiting, friend of the show boss of the show, <laughs> all-around nice guy, is getting married this Sunday. And not only did he invite us to the wedding, which was, like, shocking enough, but we're hosting his wedding. Yeah. Yeah, we just got the rundown this week. We, we, we have not memorized anything. Well, you got to come up with some material, don't we? Yeah, yeah. like what? Because uh, we didn't write anything. And it's, like, in a few days. It's just going to be like... We got our suits. Shout out Way's mom. Shout out Way's mom. <laughs> shout out Way's dad. Shout out... I don't know. We need, we need your help, people. If you have uh, funny jokes for hosts at weddings... We always steal your jokes anyway from the yeah, Twitch room for fine. the show. So Let us know. Yeah, we need material for Way's wedding. Just watch Wedding Crashers come up with a bunch <laughs> of stuff. Uh, yeah, we're, we have to come up with some material because we'll be hosting an event with people. It's exciting. Real, real life human people. We'll just plug the Patreon. Yeah. We'll live stream it on Twitch. Yeah. He said we could, but he was not going to help set up. Okay. Which like, you know, fair enough. That's right. This is easy enough. This try. I feel like it's a lot. Mm. We'll be drinking. We'll be hosting. True. I'm DJing kind of. Yeah. He's giving me an iPad and and I'm DJing with it. I'm excited. I'm kind of nervous. To go to a wedding. Yeah. No, just like. To host it? I have this responsibility. Yeah. Think about it, David. All these bridesmaids are going to be looking at you. Oh, boy. Well, I'm getting a... I've booked a, a haircut for Saturday. Oh! Yeah. I'm getting a wedding ready. ready. I'm going to be ready. The fresh cut? Yeah. Getting a, I'm getting one that has, like, uh, like this hand paraffin wax huh? massage and a head scalp what? massage and all this. For your yeah, head? I'm going fancy. I'm having a day, Brayden. I oh. need it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're going to be ready for the wedding. Uh, I've got my suit. Yeah. I've got my shoes. Damn. Nice new shoes. I showed them before the show. Got a yeah. belt. You're ready. Yeah. You've got your chucks ready. I don't have shoes. <laughs> and um, I went to like eight stores yesterday, so I'm a little nervous. Uh, but I'm going to go to a mall tomorrow, which I haven't done in a long time, going to a mall. But I'm going to try to do that and find some damn shoes for this wedding. Because yeah. 13s are really hard. Everywhere goes up to 12. Why? What did I ever do? <laughs> Why can't I buy shoes like a normal person? I, know, I didn't sorry. ask for this. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we're excited for this wedding. We don't know how to behave. So hopefully we do. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. He might like be super mad at us and never no. want to talk to us again. Way is rarely super mad. Anything. I, I, yeah. Seen him mad. Don't want to make him mad. Mm. But hopefully we do a good job. So wish us luck, everyone. Yes. Let us know. Follow the socials. Maybe we'll live tweet his wedding. He does have a hashtag. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, he does. So all weddings got hashtags. Sure. Yeah. So follow at Up Next Podcast for the shameless live tweets of Way's wedding. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, we're super excited. Congrats, Way and Pauline. We Congrats. Yeah, we can't wait. Uh, so wish us luck, people. We're nervous. Uh, I got <laughs> <laughs> I got my double vax today. Oh, yeah. How are you feeling? Uh, I heard uh, you can't go to Arthur Ashe. Right. I heard you can't go to Arthur Ashe without double vax, so I uh, went to go get it today. I got it. Only one left today at 420. It was meant to be. Oh. And you got the Pfizer again? I'm fi- Team Pfizer gang. Mm. Yeah, that's it. And you're feeling good? 
so far, I felt like I, I got it earlier today. I feel like my arm is sore, but I'm like I'm chilling. We were watching NXT. I was like kind of chill and nothing. Yeah. We had some Thai food. We were, we were we ate a lot of Thai food. Yeah, we were just chilling. Mm. Dakota Kai green curry. Yes. What do we call it? <laughs> Dakota Thai green curry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like I'm joining uh, the world. Good. Do stuff. Uh, we have tickets to concerts and stuff. And I'm like, I guess the world's opening. Like a dead mouse announced playing at a big venue near our place. And it's in October. Hmm. I'm like, is that too soon to go inside like a club? Like a ra- like, no. I don't know. But I got double vax. Got so. to eventually. Hope I hope I'm seeing the dead mouse, and not the Delta mouse. Oh uh, boy, this venue. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to do things again. For I'm sure, over. Yeah, it. I know. I know. Absolutely. You know, the rest of the world. There's numbers going up and down, but right now, for where we are right now, we're pretty steady here. Like, hey, we've been doing nothing. For Jays all. are back. Jays are back. We can watch from our balcony. Yeah, which is crazy. But um, yeah, I feel like it's time, at least for us, to like do stuff because people are going to wrestling events and stuff, and it looks fun. Mm-hmm. And I want to do fun things. Me too. I'm sick and tired waiting inside. Yeah. I want to go see Ric Flair and CM Punk and Adam Cole and all my favorite AEW yeah, superstars. Yeah, and I want to go and see Dexter Loomis versus Johnny Gargano. You do, don't you? In a lover or loser match. Lover or loser? You decide. Uh, so, yeah. I guess that's all we got to talk about today. Oh, and, so. and, and NXT. And NXT. NXT from August 3rd, 2021st. We start off with some recaps of what's been going on. Dakota Kai turning on Raquel. She's going to speak later tonight. We got a prime target for Walter and Dragunov. We got the, the hits just keep coming tonight. And like you mentioned, the love her or lose her. But we start off with Hero as they come out to face off against Legado Del Fantasma in a tag team match. Meaning Top Dalla and Ashanti, the Adonis versus Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde. Uh, Ashanti's rocking... He's in Nakamura's gear. His pants. His pants. Look like they kind of shrunk in the wash a bit, got a little tighter. He's smaller than Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, and Top Dollar wearing a balaclava. Back to the ring. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, he's looking... looking Fine looking group. I like these guys. <laughs> <laughs> you do like it, bro. You I do, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I have Ashanti wearing Michael Jackson pants, Thriller pants, and he's working on Wild here. There's some arm drags, drop downs. He finally tags in Top Dollar, who works the arm and pulls, is it wild, off the top turnbuckle. There's an attempt for a Rana on Top Dollar, who then takes one of the guys and then counters it like a powerbomb swing. It's Joaquin, yeah. As he swings it into Ashanti, who drop kicks him like wild. It was almost like the, uh, the spot Tyson Kidd and Cesaro used to do with the swing. Yeah. Into the drop kick. That's true. But this was, yeah, uh, Joaquin going for that Rana, the head scissors. And Top Dollar just swing him into it. Looked great. Looked really cool. Yeah, I, I really like this double team. I, I always thought this is Aaron Tyson. How did you you could mess that up because you don't know how the guy's swinging when you get oh, jumped. Yeah. It is kind of similar at this part. Uh, there's LDF who now, when there's a commercial break, when we come back, are working beating down double teaming on Ashanti. There's a lion salt from Mendoza which looked pretty lit. There's then Top Dollar who's in. He hits a knee lift and a sidewalk slam, and he does his who's hotter than Top Dollar as he runs the ropes. But he's greeted with a smack to the back of a, with a steel chair from Santos. And it's a DQ. He then attacks Top Dollar with more chair shots. They then beat down on, on Ashanti. And then they all grab Swerve and they hold him down as he's beating him down. He's stomping him. Santos is using the chair. And then Santos reaches in Swerve's mouth 
and grabs his grills. Yeah. His, his gold, his, his diamonds in his mouth, the studs in his mouth, and rips them out. And this is where B-Fab gets involved. She ain't liking what she's seeing. Brings in the chair, and they co- they go running. They're about to do the the stomp on the chair on yeah. his neck. So she she's in there for the save, kind of the first like real like mo- offense or anything. Kind of yeah, physical that, that we've seen. They run off up on the entrance ramp, and Legado del Fantasma kind of taunt hit row as Santos holds up the grills. The grill yeah. here as he's putting his thumb up like ah, I got your I got your your gold, uh, but um, there was the the JML driver I think on Wild or someone yeah which looked cool as he's just staring at Santos yeah. down the ramp. Um, I the match was fine. It was kind of more about this beat down, and I actually thought the beat down was really good. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing like six man tags and obviously the the Santos Swerve match again. Uh, I think these guys could actually have a bit of a feud for a while because I think there's some fun matches to be had there. Um, but yeah, the match was just okay. Yeah, I didn't think it was like getting too into too much. It kind of got shut down before. It shut, got shut down early, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it leads up to, we assume, whether it be the six-man or just a one-on-one Santos I think the one-on-one will be at takeover. Uh, takeover. But I'm looking forward to that six-man tag. You can yeah. do something pretty crazy with these six, I think. I, he took his grills right yeah. out of his mouth. Well, Let's, I wonder if that hurts because like you got to get those like installed. Mm. So I don't know if it would be that easy. Well, they're expensive as well. Yeah, I don't know if it would be that easy to take it out. Maybe I was. Maybe I'm wrong. I've never had them personally, but you know the, those gold fangs look pretty interesting. Start selling us up next grills. Up next grills. Yeah, yeah, that could be a thing to wear with your post wrestling dad hats. That's right. That's right. If you wear that matching with your up next summer tees Tea. or tank tank, yeah. You'll you yeah. get some you'll get some looks you your get way. The ladies, yeah. <laughs> the ladies, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so uh I hope we get that match soon. But uh we go to William Regal, Samoa Joe. Regal's like, Hey Joe, I know you're hot headed and, and everything. So I got you security. And they're gonna make sure that you and Cross don't fight each other before takeover thirty six. And right away we're going, Oh, these guys are gonna get beaten up today. Yeah, sorry guys. Sorry, Jobber Cops. Jobber cops. So Joe's like looking at these guys like, hmm, we'll see about that. Mm. We see Dexter Loomis. He's drawing in his, in his creepy room. It shows like actually a lot of his past drawings all over the wall, which are pretty cool. He's really talented. He's a good, to be he's good artist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's drawing some things. Maybe he's predicting the future in the love her or leave her mm. match. Will he be with Indy? Will Index survive later tonight? We go to our next match, kind of the debut or the return, you could say, of Ridge Holland. He's back from injury. We saw him attack Champa and Thatcher. He's aligned himself with Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. And his video is kind of weird. His Titantron is just like him in the NXT ring with his cap and his like nightstick. And then it like cut the video like cuts to him live action where he is on the ramp. And it's him in his hat and his nightstick. It's like, it, it, it I just, got I got kind of the um, remember Finn's entrance in London, yeah, the Jack the Ripper vibes. That's what I think they were going for. It's yeah. kind of silhouetted. Yeah, it just it it, it was like, like here's a shot of him, and then it's like fades to just pretty much the same shot, right. but now at him walking to the ring. I was like, okay, it should be like his logo or something. Mm. I don't, anything. Uh, so he comes down to the ring with his nightstick. I'm not sure what he's planning on doing with that nightstick. Beating people up. Yeah, it's scary. It sketches me out. So Ridge Holland's going up against Jiro. 
unfortunately for Jiro, who's wearing his jacket. Yeah, we're watching this and we're going, oh, who's the who's the jobber Ridge is going to just destroy? Eat. Yeah. And then you see Jiro and you go, oh, no, poor guy. Ridge gets his hands on him pretty quick. He's throwing him around. Jiro gets him off and in with a counter, this like stunner type move. But Ridge boots him out of the ring. There's then like a running football or sorry, rugby tackle, I guess, with like kind of like a pounce sending Jiro into the, the fence, the cage. In the ring, he throws him overhead with like a T-bone or exploder suplex, rips off Jiro's jacket, getting the booze here in the CWC, and then an overhead arm trap throw, and then another one again, and then what kind of looks like Emerald Flosion, Emerald Fusion, or the the pole shift, and he crushes Jiro, and Ridge Holland gets the win. Pretty light work of Jiro. Yeah, some nice, nice suplexes i thought from ridge and uh seemed to be a good meanie like the crowd seemed to hate him i think jiro was actually the right opponent to just destroy because everyone loves that jacket it's a nice jacket yeah yeah poor jiro and poor jacket uh what comes after is he gets his hat and he gets his nightstick and Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. It's a truncheon. If we're, if truncheon? We're, yeah, if we're going to be talking... Is that the name of the hat British, or the stick? No, the stick would be a truncheon. Truncheon? Yeah. So is this what like the cops That's over what there? we'd call a nightstick, yeah. yeah. Your cops don't have guns. No. Right, so they use these things. Well, now they've got like the flick ones. Right. Uh, oh, so originally stuff. The ones that model. Proud and Powerful used. They they can fuck you up. Yeah, but these, the, the like clubs, the wooden yeah. bats, be like a baton or a truncheon. Right. It, it reminds me of, like, a Monty Python sketch, the way he's dressed. Like, swinging. Who did you swing in the thing? Speaking of, did you see John Cleese? Uh, what about him? Is it John Cleese from? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's filming a movie just outside Toronto, and he's here for, like, two weeks, and he, he booked an Airbnb okay. to stay while filming on set. And the, the people he was renting from, when he got there, they, they, they pulled the, the booking from him. They didn't know, they didn't know it was him. They didn't know it was him, but they pulled okay. the booking from him. They're like, actually, we can't do this. So they fucked him over. So he went on social media. He's like, hey, does anyone in Huntsville uh, like got somewhere for me to stay? So so many people were like, yo, come through. Yeah. So uh, I quickly wanted to be like, well, I mean, we're, we're in Toronto, but we got a couch. You yeah. can, John Cleese could crash on our couch. Oh, John Cleese can have my bed. I'll take yeah, yeah. You would give, he would need it. Yeah. yeah. He needs to spread out, make sure he's relaxed. Mm. But yeah, we could have had John Cleese over. Yeah. Wow. He probably dresses like Ridge. With a truncheon? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I picture any Brit. <laughs> now, with this hat and the truncheon. Should I get the hat? The, like, golfer hat? Yeah. Yeah, you're not a hat guy, though. No, my ears are too big. But you got, like, luscious, like, flowy I've hair. Got good hair. I could, I could rock that hat. I, I'm planning when I'm old. Like, I can't be, like, fucking 50 rocking a baseball no. fitted. So I got to, like, move on. So, yeah. like, one day, I'll evolve to the this hat, I guess. I don't sure. know. Yeah, I don't really not planning that far, but mm. yeah, Ridge Holland with his hat. Well, Pete Dunn grabs a microphone with Oni Lorcan standing beside Ridge and says, This is the baddest man or the baddest men in NXT. Champa thought he was bad, and look what happened to him. Look what happened to Thatcher. We are three of the most dangerous men, not in NXT, but this industry. So they're calling out a little bit of everybody here, but Thatcher, Champa. They're going to take you guys out, is what they want. But another, like, faction. This this was the best Pete Dunne promo ever, I think. I don't, uh, I don't think he's ever sounded as good as this in the ring. Okay. He's had some, like, 
filmed interviews and stuff where he sounded good. I thought he sounded really good here. Um, and is, is becoming a good front man for this group, which if you think before, it was always, he'd just be in the background, like scowling as Riddle would talk or Pat McAfee would talk, but he's stepping forward now and uh, he's definitely improved. Uh, I liked his line, uh, to Thatcher where he said, Ridge Holland is going to smash the rest of your teeth out. Mm. And then how are you going to pick them up with broken fingers? Broken fingers. Uh, I thought that was a great line. Um, but yeah, good promo. I mean, we're going to get this match. We, you could have them fight Hit Row. You could have them fight Legato. Yeah, I, li- I like that we've got all these little factions going yeah. on. Factions in wrestling. Yeah. That's it. Would have thought it. If D- Danny comes back, he would be in this part. I, I do... I do still think Dunn was on this great run. There you go. Going back to maybe you're not graduating from mm-hmm. NXT. Pete, Pete's done everything except the main title. It's like he could go to main roster. He could have been on Raw three years ago, two yeah. years ago. So it's like, okay, what do we do with Pete? So instead he's the mouthpiece for Ridge? It's kind of weird. It's kind of backwards. Pete was just on this crazy I run. Could see, I could see Dunn having a title run. Okay, there. okay. Um, I think if... Like if he sticks around, say if uh, Adam Cole does go as yeah, well, yeah, and you got Kyle, I eventually see Kyle having a run. I could definitely see them revisiting Kyle, Pete, Pete, Pete and Kyle, yeah. Um, but no, I know what you mean. He's just a guy that's been there, been and you feel like he should be moving on to bigger things now. Yeah, I feel like he could be like a bigger star mm. on on. W- I feel like there is a room for him on the main roster, but. I, I'm happy that he's here because I think he's a really talented yeah. guy. He's definitely been on a run lately that it's like, yo, you've been great for a while. So what's the deal? What, why aren't you being pushed somewhere else? Uh, but and and maybe this unit is going to stick around, but it is still is kind of a mishmash unit. I think. I I don't know. I mean, you've got it's all the Brits and Oni and Oni the just thinks Brit. he's Brit. Like it's like me sometimes. Uh, I think I think they fit together. All right. All right. We'll see. Mm. All right. All right. In it. That's what their team should be called. In it. Yeah. And they're in it to win it. Oh. What would their name be? They don't have a name. Pete and the guy. Pete and the lads. Yeah. I'll I'll think of it. I'll I'll come up with something. They all wear hats. They could be the like. The hat pack. (laughs) They were the pat pack. They were the pat pack. Technically, they're 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 owned by Pat. They all matching hats. Only one of them wears a hat. (laughs) (laughs) They were they were the, the, the brand. They yep. were the Pat Pack because Pat was their owner, and now Pat's Michael Cole's owner. It seems that way. I love that way. Pat McAfee and Michael Cole, by the way. I don't know. I, I like them as a team. As I've, some of the stuff I've checked out, I'm like, yo, am I crazy? Why is Pat McAfee all of a sudden making Michael Cole sound like? Yeah, they, they spark everything. well. Yeah, I think the two man booth helps as yeah. well. Not having the three men. I'm not like I've watched some stuff here and there, but I'm like, oh, why is Pat McAfee like helping Cole? <laughs> Where it's Cole's been not my favorite for a while, mm. but yeah, just something, just my observations of the main roster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we go to. Uh, well, it sounds like we're they're calling out Thatcher and Ch- Champa, so I don't know if we're getting that next week, but we're definitely getting it in the near future. We go to a video package for a match in the breakout tournament. We first had Frankie Monet. Oh, backstage. right. Sorry. Yeah. Frankie um, Monet. Where she's being interviewed by <coughs> Mackenzie asking about the loss from next week. And Robert Stone goes to answer because they're Robert Stone brand. And Frankie kind of shuts him off and says it's his fault they lost and that she is not a loser. She's not used to losing, uh, even though you two are. 
talking to Jesse Kamea and Robert Stone because they lose all the time. Um, and yeah, she's says it's going to change. Damn. She doesn't like losing. She going to take over the Robert Stone brand. It Frankie. seems like she already has. Yeah. Well, we get a video for All Heart Trey Baxter, and he says he's always going to keep going. He's got all the heart, and no matter what, he gets the job done. So he will tonight because he's got all heart, Trey Baxter, in his match later tonight. But we go to the big money match, as Malcolm Bivens calls it. Roderick Strong versus his former brother, his former friend, Bobby Fish. So the Diamond Mind come out in the corner for Roddy and Fish is all alone. Fish's gear is just the Fish logo. On red pants. And his guitar riff number 14 (laughs) as his entrance. Uh, But this starts off pretty technical, as you would imagine, from these two. Uh, Kind of hard hitting. They're rolling around trying to get different submissions in. There's a slap to the face and then forearms and elbows to the face, chops. There's Fish who kicks out the leg of Roddy who starts to work it as they go to break. When we come back, Fish is just continuously hurting him. There's dragon screws. But Roddy comes back, classic backbreaker for a near fall, but more roundhouses. And then Fish connects with one to Roddy's head, but there's a roll-up, near fall, back and forth. It looks as if Strong gains advantage of Fish, picks him up for a suplex lift into the end of heartache, and he puts Bobby Fish away here uh, with his finisher, the the suplex into the back knees, the backbreaker thing. Uh, but Bobby Fish looked like his nose is busted a little bit there too. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, the ref had the gloves on, yeah. like checking. Um, this this was good. I mean, both really solid wrestlers and had a good match. It just I felt a bit meh about it. I. I feel something like this, the history of them being Undisputed Era, and I think I said the same thing last week, should have felt bigger than this. Even if it is, I'm not saying have it on a takeover, but I feel there could have been a bit more story going into this match. Um, I, I These could have been two of any guys, not two guys who were just in a faction for the last four years. Sure. Yeah, like there was some aggression, but I, th- I thought it would go a different way than, mm. than what it did, but... Uh... Yeah, so the Diamond Mine going forward, and they want Kushida. They do. They want Kushida versus Roddy. Do you think that's a takeover? <coughs> yeah, Kushida confirms it, but they didn't say a date. So yeah. we, we kind of mentioned last week there's a lot of potential matches for this takeover. So it could just be on TV. Well, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't get like super into the match, but it was cool to see them fight considering they were teammates for a while but yeah but did you get that from this yeah it could have just been person a versus person b you know it yeah it could have been any two people here they didn't wrestle like they they felt betrayed or they split up or anything watching nxt for the past few weeks every time someone loses like i'm scared the next day we see they've just been released released. and it's definitely one of these situations where you're like uh like what are they going to do with him after we heard those first ever Bobby Fish chants during this match. Yeah, there were CWC Bobby, Bobby Fish, Fish chants. Bobby yeah. Fish. Shout out Bobby Fish. Yeah. No, I, I know I do know what you mean though. Yeah. That's just the the cynic in me, knowing like oh, it, it wouldn't surprise me yeah, one bit. Exactly. They've done it the past few months. Someone loses, jobs out, gone. Probably had an alright contract, undisputed era. You know? Yeah. Oh, except uh Breeze Angle. They went out on top. They did. Never forget. Yeah. Never forget. Yeah. Ty Dillinger went out on top 
of NXT. A cage, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, you want a cage match. Literally over the top. Yeah, you want a cage match. And then... Uh, and then thrived. He's been thriving. Yeah. He's great. We go to Cameron Grimes, who's dressed as a butler, and he's going to team with L.A. Knight, and he gives him his bands, his workout bands. I got your bands, Mr. L.A. Knight. And he says, uh, I'm going to go get changed for our tag match. And he says, what do you mean get changed? You're going to wrestle in your butler outfit. That's the rules. So he's like, all right. They're going to face grizzled young veterans tonight in a match. And L.A. Knight asks him, do I trust you? Do you, do you trust me? I trust you. You're my butler. And Grimes like, all right, all right. I know you trust me. All right. But it looks like there's not so much trust. Yeah, Grimes doesn't seem too sure about L.A. Knight here. And Knight just winding him up pretty much. Yeah. So that match is now. And we go Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight going up against the grizzled young veterans. And yes, Cameron Grimes has to wrestle in his butler outfit. And he does a pretty And he's job. showing a lot more frustration than he did in their last match. Uh, during the entrance, he starts off with his music. He comes out and it gets interrupted before any of the To The Moon stuff by L.A. Knight. And Grimes is like, ugh. Ah. And at, during while L.A. Knight's posing, he's just kind of sulking and looking, oh, I've got to be with this guy. Fuck. Ah. So they got to face grizzled young veterans who come out and uh, they say that you can go polish a turd, uh, Cameron Grimes, calling him a turd, a polished turd. And, uh <laughs> Cameron Grimes and LA Knight. Grimes starts off again in the butler thing and he's like jumping around, doing all these bumps and taking, doing flying cross bodies and stuff. So it's pretty impressive. He tags in Knight who comes in. Um, he comes in, hits this pretty sweet neckbreaker suplex counter on James Drake at one point. Tags Grimes back in who flies with this cross body. There's drop downs and stuff and he starts getting beat up by the grizzled young vets. So he goes to tag Mr. LA Knight back in, but oh no. L.A. Knight drops off the apron and goes, nah. nope, sorry, and he leaves him hanging, which means he's got to take on the GYV by himself, and he does just that. He counters them. There's like a drop kick. There's a double Rana at one point. There's then a crazy-looking collision course on James Drake, but he gets caught, countered into this like wheelbarrow, into the ticket to the mayhem, codebreaker combo, and it's over. But he almost did it. He almost beat them both. Yeah, it's funny because we... We recorded, as we mentioned, our Daniel Bryan show earlier. And this really reminded me of those Shield matches where he'd just run rampant and take them all out. And that was very much Grimes here. I think he's getting, he's growing and growing as a baby face. And he's someone you really want to see succeed. I think this Grimes Knight feud is still very much working for me. Um, and I think it gave. Uh, Grizzled Young Vets a, a good win as well, because these guys are probably going to be in title contention again at some point, I imagine. Yeah. So I think it achieved a lot. I don't think Grimes losing here hurts him at all. His partner abandoned him. Of course. It's, uh, yeah, I, I like what they're doing with this and thought the match was pretty fun. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Um, I, I can't say I got too into it, but I want to see it where it plays out because we obviously want to see the rematch with, with, with uh, Knight. But the comedy is working. It's pretty funny. We see after the match, he's all sad and got left alone and beaten up. Ted DiBiase comes down to the ring and he's like, hey, man, what did I tell you? You got to you got to pick yourself up. You got to get out of these situations, he says. You got, and he's like, come on. And then and he, Grimes is like, I know, I know. Ugh, what am I going to do? Arm around his shoulder and they walk out. So 
I assume it's going to be another match to reverse the stipulation or just get out of the stipulation or something. Ted turns on him. Oh, no. And keeps, Ted's not taking another bump, though. No. He already sold those shoes. Can't take another bump. That would go against it. Mm. But where you just think he helps Grimes get to the place he wants to be? Yeah, it's got to be a match, surely. I guess, yeah. Now he's in Grimes' corner, mm. I guess. We get a recap of Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, last week. Dakota shocked the world when she turned on her best friend, the champ, Raquel. And now we get this, like, sit-down kind of look-to-the-webcam kind of camera video from Dakota here, kind of explaining her actions, and says Io Shirai was this dominant champ, and she fought everyone and handpicked Raquel, but she didn't pick me. She didn't pick me. Why? I deserve the shot. Raquel, I was here before Raquel. And everyone says Dakota Kai is Raquel's sidekick, but I am no one's sidekick. I got my own back. I don't need to anyone for me. And the best part about it, Raquel, is you didn't see it coming. You've just been in your own world. You've been oblivious. You've beaten everyone and thought there was no one left. But how about me? What about me? What about Kai? She says, I brought you in, and now I'm going to take you out. Yeah, I I like what she was saying uh, early on as well about how 18 months ago she saw this woman training, this yeah. big woman. It shows clips of and, the May Young But classic. says, like, basically she was losing. She was nothing. It's showing her in the, the stupid chaps she used to wear. Shows her losing in the Mae Young Classic. And, but she knew with her mentorship that she could be something else. And then obviously surpassed that and became the champion. Um, yeah, this, this was definitely... I was getting the vibes, although last week she was the... She attacked Raquel. I was definitely getting the vibe. She's going to be the baby face in this. This was a heel promo, but I still feel they're leaning in a way where they might let the crowd decide because everything she's saying here is kind of right, but it's also done in a kind of mean, yeah. arrogant, heelish she's way. She's being mean. She's she being is. Mean. She is. Uh, but also all the clips they're showing um, just shows how well planned this, this feud's been. Um, like the the contract being pushed past Dakota to Raquel and all these times like Raquel is with the tag team championship, her bringing up that, hey, we wanted to, you be the women's champion, us us be the tag champ. But as soon as you had that women's champ, you didn't care about the tag championship and you're losing it and you don't care about that. They were showing in this video package loads of little nice moments there. So Dakota Kai definitely seems like the heel here, but I could, I wouldn't be surprised if they, go the other way or like wait to just see how is the crowd going to react because i don't see the crowd cheering for raquel at all especially if it's at the cwc yeah anywhere yeah sorry dakota kai is getting cheered yeah sure this this i said last week i was like oh she's a heel Mm. that she kicked her friend in the face sorry you're a bad guy yeah that's how i see it but then ah but wouldn't it make more sense if dakota's Mm. the thing this definitely tells me okay well they're, they're gonna try to make raquel this baby face but I don't think it'll go over as well. I mean, it's CWC. There's like 30 people there. Well, I, I think I think people are m- more into this uh, this side of Dakota. Yeah, uh, we all remember her, the sweet team like, kick, team kick, Evie. exactly. Uh, so I think this edge definitely helps her and will work as a baby face. But I kind of, you, you know, after all of this, I would kind of like to see the Shayna match. 
yeah with this Dakota now I yeah. feel there's unfinished business there but this solid is, promo yeah oh this is the best she sounded I think she's really good I thought this was shot great um very good I, this might be the thing I'm most interested in right now in NXT yeah like the takeover has a stacked card uh, is what we presume it is and this has the best story at mm. least going in because yeah it's been built really great so definitely definitely again the highlight of the of the week is this building to this story uh of dakota i i could see dakota losing uh I, sadly i could but but, but I, I would be more interested in the other way around. way more interested if if dakota wins and raquel can go up to raw or smackdown or mm. whatever and, and dakota can run things here because we got to get to that eo dakota match yeah, I mean, they planted little seeds for that here as well. So yeah, you could did. totally have Dakota. Who will get win. you the more high? The highest of the highs. Dakota Kai Yoshirai. Yoshirai. Tune in. Yeah, because we've probably had we've that match, it. but we haven't had it on a big scale. We haven't have had we? it like the... T- we've seen Dakota challenge EO a few times, I think. Yeah, and, I think And so. they were always good. But yeah. like now on a bigger, evolved kind of... Yeah. Both of them, definitely, that would have my attention. But mm. I wouldn't be shocked if Raquel retains. I just don't know who she'd face. Um, but we do need, uh, we got, we, the, the, the women's division here, we still have Candace, who's never had a quite like women's title run. Yeah. Which she definitely deserves and definitely would take that ball and run with it really good, mm. really hard, really fast. But Dakota as champ is something I, I'm interested in for Absolutely. Now. But I don't know if that'll happen. But solid promo from Dakota. We go to Candace. I, I think we just, <laughs> Glanced over a Samoa Joe video package before the Dakota oh, right, Kai yeah. thing. It, it was highlighting S- Samoa Joe's history in NXT. It showed his whole NXT history. Yeah. Um, just ignored his main roster. They're probably, well, Raw's ignoring us, we'll ignore Raw. Uh, but I did think, I, I actually really liked this video, seeing uh, Joe's, like, right from his debut in NXT to his promo saying he was signed there, and all these great highlights just reminding you how good Samoa Joe is and how tied he is with NXT. Yeah, it showed him winning the title. It showed everything kind of... Yeah, he's been in NXT before. It's just kind of hyping up Joe, mm. uh, definitely. Well, we go to the way Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, and tonight the Love Her Lever match, Johnny has to beat Dexter in order for him to leave her. And he says tonight he's going to put an end to Index once and for all. After tonight, there will be no more love in the air. And that is the way. Uh, we'll see if that is the way. Um, it was pretty quick and pretty short. Yeah. yeah. Joe Gacy, a video vignette for him in the breakout tournament. He says, people don't like what they can't control. But sometimes I can't control. I lose control. He's going to do that tonight and show he's going to break out. And that match is right now. Breakout tournament. The last match of the opening round. Which is Trey Baxter versus Joe Gacy. Trey Baxter. Yeah. Sorry, that's all I think when I hear that name. I think of like a Disney cartoon from like the 2000s or 90s. Trey Baxter's on the case. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see if you're not watching the Twitch, but I'm doing these finger guns things. That's how I picture him. Uh, Trey the name. Baxter. Yeah. It's like, it sounds like some kid shows yeah. like Disney Channel original movie thing. Against Joe Gacy. And then Joe Gacy, the clown murderer guy. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, I was not familiar. I mentioned a few weeks ago, I'm like, Joe Gacy sounds very familiar, like close to the the, the clown murderer guy. And then Joe Gacy, he doesn't wear it out tonight, but like I've seen that he rocked like clown masks before. I'm like, that's uh, all right. All right. A little Mm. touchy. 
Joe Gacy, scary. He's not wearing the clown thing, but he kind of looks like he's giving off maybe Bray Wyatt or uh, um, I don't know. Fuck, what's the? He's got a vest. What's that Scottish NXT UK Gallus? That's Gallus getting Gallus oh. vibes. Okay, creepy Gallus, like more of a spooky Gallus. No Gallus, like Wolfganger. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really get creepy. He he he's got like an edge metal. I don't know something punk. I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know. He's got a piercing mm. that counts, right? Joe Gacy versus Trey Baxter. Uh, Trey hits this tope, but gets caught and then gets thrown into the ropes into this forearm smash. A uh, very old school style. You used to see that a lot, where a guy throws you, bounces you, and hits you. This was cool. There's then these clotheslines and just clubs to the back and the chest of Trey Baxter, and then a suplex from out of the ring into the ring for a near fall. Baxter fights back and hits a tope and then goes flying again with like, what, like a Fosbury flop? I think flop? he hit a lope, then a tope, then the Fosbury flop. It's like layers Really to the, quick, one yeah. after another. Looked awesome. There's, he rolls Josie, Joe Gacy back in, but he gets picked up in a Simone drop, like DVD cannonball into the corner kind of move, which looks pretty sweet, but it was only a near fall. Trey Baxter comes back, lays Joe out, climbs to the top, and Trey Baxter... Hits a 450 stomp. Yeah. Putting Gacy away and Trey Baxter advances in the breakout tournament. A 450 stomp. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, I thought Trey Baxter really impressed in this. This match was definitely designed to showcase him. Um, Gacy didn't really do a whole lot for me, but I don't, I didn't feel like this was his match to really show that. I think it was mainly to showcase Baxter. So I'm not going to really. I, there wasn't much to judge Gacy on for me here. Sure. Um, but yeah. He didn't stand out for me. Exactly. But That's I, I imagine he's at. got but more. Maybe yeah. I, I'm assuming there's probably more to this guy. Yeah. Because I didn't really see much tonight. But maybe it was just, this is Trey's showcase. Here. I guess so. Um, he, he gives me an old school brawler kind of vibe, mm. definitely. Uh, Trey with the 450 knee, sorry, 450 stomp. Reminds me of Kurt Angle doing the 450 knee. Oh, sorry, Perk Angle doing the 450 knee drop in TNA. They were like, "Hey, do you do you want to do like the ankle slam or the ankle slam?" No, no, no. I'm gonna do a 450 <laughs> knee drop for no reason. Wow. That Trey Trey Baxter made it look cool though. Yeah. Spinning and then stomping on the guy. He can do some of these crazy high flying mm. stuff. Uh, so Trey Baxter advances, which means he's got to go up against. Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones. He's going to get thrown around. Oh, yeah. By Mr. Jones. Dr. Jones. Mr. J- is that what song is that? Aqua? That's Aqua. Yeah, good song. You think we'll hear any of that this week? Probably. The wedding? Probably. Yeah. I'm the DJ, so. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we go to our next segment. Oh, boy. Is anyone hungry? <laughs> Who wants sushi? Let's go to the Easy Bond restaurant, which I imagine is somewhere near Winter Park, Florida, or Orlando vicinity, because that's where they film these shows. We see the NXT Women's Tag... I don't know if you guys are ready for this segment, if you've not watched this. Uh, we go to the Women's Tag Team Champions, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Now, Zoe, last week, told her partner, Io, look, I know you don't like me, but we should be friends. We're champions. We should get along. We should partners. We should do stuff. So... She wanted to bond with EO. And, well, a good way to bond with someone is share a meal with them, right? Go out. Yeah, going out. Going out in the town. So they go out on the town for some lunch to a Japanese restaurant. And they're sitting down. And, uh, well, 
Zoe pretty much tries to sell herself to Eo, like, hey, I want to work on this bond. You know, you were friends with Kyrie Sane, and you guys were just great, and you had that bond and friends, and that's what we need. We need to be friends. We need to do this. The server comes by, and Eo starts to speak to her in Japanese. And Eo just starts ordering all these things in Japanese on this, this menu at this sushi restaurant. And then the waiter turns to Zoe, and Zoe's like, oh, uh, I'll have whatever she ordered, too. What? Whoa. I'll have what she's having. Mm. So the server eventually comes back with plates and plates of just various seafood dishes. We got, like, sushi. There's lots of squid, lots of octopus. Yes. uh, Which Zoe realizes she's not a fan of. Mm. So while the server's coming and going and Eo and her are trying to talk, trying to bond, Zoe's doing the classic eat the food and then spit it out in a napkin and drop it to the floor. Have you done this before? No. I mean, if, if you're at someone's house and it's a big Christmas family dinner and they got dogs, mm. like guilty, but not at a restaurant where you're just going to drop it on the floor. I haven't done it at a restaurant. I used to do it uh, like at my grandma's. Yeah. Uh, sometimes she just cooked the broccoli a bit weird. Yeah, exactly. So I wrap it in a tissue, put it in my like school blazer pocket. Yeah. Then I'd go to the loo and I'd flush That's it. exactly it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Zoe didn't do that. No. Zoe just ate it. Dumped it on the floor. <laughs> yeah. So she's eating all this seafood. And uh, at one point she takes a part of the piece of the squid and throws it behind her and just like goes against this glass. <laughs> I wish I, was, I wish I was making all of this up. I'm trying to review a wrestling show, but here I am uh, talking about being, squid being thrown against the wall at a restaurant. So Eo and Zoe are having this moment, and Zoe fucking hates sushi. She cannot stand this. So she says, oh, I loved it. It was delicious. Oh, it's so good. And it looks like the check has come. And, well, Eo just shoves it to Zoe. Like, oh, thanks for covering the check, friend pal and zoe's kind of like oh great like now i gotta pay for all this food that i didn't even didn't even like and she says hey yo uh like wait up and sees the server who she's got to pay the check and says hey uh how did you how how do you know eo she clearly knows you because like you were so friendly yeah and she goes oh no we just speak the same language and then walks off so zoe's like huh maybe i have to learn japanese so yeah i think that's what we're getting Zoe learning Japanese vignettes. Yeah, she asks the server, oh, you must be from Japan. No, actually, I'm from Kansas. <laughs> yeah. And then walks off. What did I just watch? What did I just talk about? Yeah, this, was, uh, this wasn't great, but I kind of enjoyed it. It made me like it more talking about it. It was... <laughs> it was really it's bad. It's like watching two mates try and make a movie yeah do, do you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. it wasn't acted well at all right it's we've seen this stuff before they're like ordering the same shit gag uh, like i've seen that in movies and shows and right sitcoms and stuff it happens quite a lot i did it once at a subway in newcastle you ate a girl sub? in front of me ordered like a foot long yeah. sub yeah she did and ordered all this shit in it and I looked at it and was like, you know what? I'll just have what she had. Oh. It came to like 19 pounds. 
Was it tuna? Like, that's a lot. Was it seafood salad? No, no, no. It tasted great. It was like, I was like, how is it so fucking much money? Right. It's like, oh, she ordered like triple bacon and triple this and this and this. Yeah, big girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) So you're saying... It sobered me up. It was great, but it just cost a lot of money. But yeah, so I've made the same mistake as Zoe before. I I found this really weird. Io Shirai, my favorite. All time. Mm. The best. Zoe definitely has been working here in NXT, especially the wrestling. Like she's amazing, and they they won the titles. Great. Now they're going with this angle where they're not friends, but they got to get to each other. Okay, it's very forced. Yeah, uh, and and I'm I don't want to be that guy, but definitely pushing the like Japanese like oh uh, uh, sushi. Uh, it's like well, it wasn't there. It was su- it was more that it was yeah. the squid and the raw shit. You know, it, it like, is true. And look, people definitely don't like sushi. Mm. And I get it, but it just felt like, ugh, like for her to be like, oh, Jeff, like at the end, just kind of like, oh, great food, like being like, it's gross. Mm. It's just kind of like, was it, this is the best you could have come up with is what I like, kind of like, it, well, it, you take her out to karaoke and be like, oh, don't you love karaoke? You're Japanese. You mm. should love karaoke. We should carry. It's like, it just kind of was like, all right, like you, 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 you do this. I, this didn't work for me. And I, mm. I, I, I laugh out loud. Almost, our jaws were almost on the floor watching this. Like, really? What is what is this? Maybe it did what they were trying to do. I don't know, but it definitely was. It wasn't good. No, it, it wasn't good. Uh, both like acted pretty badly. But you know, maybe it's. I guess. I guess we can say again, this is developmental. You know, and maybe it is like oh, we, we that- want to get EO to. That makes sense in developmental, you know, you don't make a lot of money, therefore you never eat sushi, because she didn't even know what sushi was. <laughs> How old are you? You've never heard of sushi? You've never been Well come on, they weren't they weren't eating maki rolls and sashimi. She and said shit. she they were said, having like No, hold on. She said, Hey, what's that? Guacamole? Mm, I love it. <laughs> that was funny though, because Eo was like, Oh yeah, like put it all on. Yeah, yeah, eat it all, eat it all, yeah. Um <laughs> but like I see this maybe as trying to get EO to talk a bit more and like explore that a bit. You know, she's gonna be having to do all this shit if she moves up ever. Yeah. Um I don't know, it was bad. Yeah, I agree it was bad. I I'm I'm not offended that they went to a sushi no, no, restaurant. No, no, like no. I'm not saying I'm offended. I'm just like it it could be seen as that way. That's what I say. I don't want to mm. be that guy, but I could see people being like, hey, what the fuck? Like that's the that's that's what you did? Like, but that's, it's just, it's a culture shock. Yeah, thing. It's yeah. like, that's nothing offensive about that. Like, you see it all the well, time. Well, she's spitting out the, everything she ate, she spit and put on the floor, which also, terrible manners in a restaurant. That's just mean. Yeah. Like, you literally left. You could have just thrown it out right then. Mm. But instead, you were spitting it on the floor. That's disgusting. I still want to see uh, them go to the bar. I want to see yeah, a bar guy, guys trying to pick him up. Exactly. And Isn't that, would that have been better? That'd be way more fun. That would have been way better. But I expect we'll see some more of these vignettes. Well, now she's got to learn. She's got to learn Japanese. Yeah, Rosetta Stone or something. She's going to be like headphones on. Well, maybe, okay, we get a couple of weeks and then she wins Io's trust because Io takes her to like a Japanese bar. Right. And some creepy guys are trying to hit on Io. And then she stands up and in Japanese says like, fuck off. That's my friend. And then Io's like, all right, yeah. And... See, we can make this work, Brayden. Right. We can make this work. There's definitely work. <laughs> something there, but they're not going about it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, yeah. bad first start, but I can definitely see us getting more of these. Bad first date? Yeah. 
Yeah. I did go to a sushi restaurant this week. A really nice oh, yeah? one. Like a fancy one in, in Baldwin Village, Toronto. It nice. was wonderful. And sushi is good. I know I it's like not for sushi. everyone. I, like I know sushi. it's not for, for everyone, but it is it is is mm. it guy? It's good shit. We go to Indy Hartwell, who's cutting a promo. She says, Indy and the way we are family. Family. But Dexter, it's it's true love. And well, if Dexter were to were to win tonight, then the way has to give him a chance. And realize that he's not such a bad guy. Dexter is just misunderstood. But tonight, I guess we'll find out what's meant to be. So she's she's hoping Dexter can get the W so she can show everyone, like, look, guys, he's a nice guy. He's misunderstood. Yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. Like, deep down? Sorry, I'm, I'm just reading through the Twitch briefly. Oh, what are they people saying? Are, people are very mixed on that uh, that sushi restaurant. <laughs> It's like you really love it, love it because you hate it, or you hate it. I think you love some it. people just hated it. I I thought it was bad, but got enjoyment out of it, but for the wrong reasons, maybe. And then uh, Chris Leone <laughs> thought it was great. <laughs> is Chris Leone? Oh, Chris Leone thought it was good. <laughs> so the chat is divided. Yeah, just probably like people in sushi. Some people really don't like enjoy it. Wow, I'm. We got to show this to non wrestling fans. The sushi segment. See what they think. It was definitely interesting. I feel like it's something we'll be talking about at the end of the year awards, possibly. Maybe. Especially for this NXT show. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I think I read he, he was saying something else was great. Not not the sushi restaurant. Oh, not sushi. Chris yes. is getting mad in the Twitch room. Oh, right sorry. Now. He's offended sorry. now. Everyone hated oh, sorry. that segment. <laughs> Everyone hated that segment. When you go to sushi, <laughs> what do you order? What do you get when you go to sushi uh, what's, your, what's your vibe i like some sashimi i like some rolls it's all I like about sashimi one or two of the hand rolls like yeah. the bigger ones they're yeah. good uh i like sometimes getting the uh the like salmon skin oh that's been like damn. yeah that's pretty good yeah um yeah, yeah. it's all about sashimi for me that's i'm not I'm... big on like i started to like shrimp starting to grow on me but i'm okay. still not keen on it in sushi Shrimp and sushi, yeah. Like with the tail and shit. Yeah. Shrimp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shrimp and other things. Like, I'm Portuguese. We eat a lot of seafood. But, like, shri- raw... Obviously, the shrimp isn't raw. It's cooked. But, like, raw fish can definitely turn people a different way. Mm. I can understand it. But uh, sushi with shrimp, eh, yeah, it's not, like, the go-to, mm. like, thing. I like the all the fishy stuff. Oh, yeah. I want all of it. Spicy. That wasabi too mm. is amazing and like can clear your assignments. Wasabi, there's like it's like our shower where you just got to get it just right, otherwise right. it's too cold or too hot. Yeah, that's with wasabi. You need the perfect amount. You, a little bit, it's like no good, but then you put on the tiniest bit too much, and suddenly you're like your nose and your brain is going weird. Feels good though sometimes. Yeah. It's like weird. It's good to like if you've got a cold. Yeah, yeah. I do love it's. It's probably my favorite food. Legit, like raw. Sushi? Yeah, legit. Mm. Like like if you ate it every day, it's probably not great for you. But like, too much, like, whatever. I don't know. Raw fish, right? But I had sushi for breakfast yesterday. Fuck. We, didn't we do that, like, a month ago? Yeah. I, we ordered a load. <laughs> we ordered, like, a We ordered, like, $100 sushi. worth of sushi. And then both crashed. <laughs> trays. Trays of the stuff. I was like, we're having a treat tonight. And then we'd had a beach day, hadn't we? We'd been on the beach all day and just, like, sunstroke passed down. We were drinking beers on the beach all day. And then we're like, yo, you want to fucking get sushi? And then we both passed out. <laughs> so we had it for, I had it for breakfast the next day. Yeah. 
a girl at work brought in a whole tray of sushi in the morning. That's such a weird flex, but like, bless her. Yeah. Did you go, ooh, this is great, and then spit it out <laughs> and throw it on the floor in a restaurant? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I did tell someone off once for throwing shit on the floor. It's regular at the bar. Why the ways just like have napkins and just roll them up and like throw them on the floor. It's like, can you, like, I've got a bin, man. Like, just. <laughs> we do have garbage. Just ask me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you didn't you're like what he was eating. in front of me. I'm watching you do oh. it. Just ask me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get making the baby face Zoe Stark look like an asshole to me because <laughs> I love Zoe Stark. I think she's great, but to spit food out on the floor, especially during COVID times, not good. Not a good first impression yeah. on the date. What if Eo saw that? Game yeah. over. Over. If you went on a date with someone and you saw this, yeah. Oh, it's over. It's over. <laughs> you're being told the story will be told for the rest of your oh, life. Oh yeah. About you, but like, why would you do that? Yeah, I'd probably do the sneak, secretly pay and leave. I mean, Zoe Stark. I know we're spending a lot of time on the sushi, but Zoe Stark. Real, if you want, if you want a relationship to work, trust, honesty. Mm. You go, Eo. I fucked up. I don't like squid. I realize I don't know why I took you to a place that serves us raw fish when I don't like fish, anyways. Mm. So I'm so sorry. I'm going to order the steak because I know that's what I know. And Eo went and went. Eat I'll cover stick. it. It was my mistake. I'll pay for the stuff I ordered by mistake. Yeah. But I can't have this. Instead, spitting it out on the yeah. floor. Yeah. Because like an animal. So we Unbelievable. Start. Manners. We don't have manners developmental. Uh, I Now I think I love this segment. I'm going to watch it back. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it back. I'm going to have to. Guys. Let's. Uh, we'll, we'll finish the show. We'll edit. Put it up. We'll go on our walk. Have a little smoke. Yeah. Have a little drink. Get we'll put sushi. on Botchamania. And then we'll rewatch it. It'll be on a watch of Mania. That's what I mean. It'll be the perfect lead-in to Botchamania. Get some sake. Yeah. We could have been drinking sake. We sake. We do. Oh, I fucking love sake. Yeah. We're going to get some, some sushi from Rabba. Oh, <laughs> grocery store sushi? I mean, it might, might end up throwing it on the floor. Yeah. Ooh. What's worse than grocery store sushi? Like gas station sushi? I've done airport sushi once and I, like instantly wanted to, yeah, I've legit like ate, the, ate the airport sushi and then instantly was like, how do I kill myself right now? <laughs> <laughs> There's that SNL sketch with airport called airport oh, yes, sushi. Yes, yes. It, it turns into a musical yeah. and everything. Yeah. Good stuff. What uh, are we talking about? Sushi oh. on NXT. That's it. NXT. That's it. That's right. Uh, well, we'll see what happens next week. With uh, learning Japanese, she, I I think I just wrote that they're gonna use that song. I'm turning Japanese. They're gonna make it a whole thing where right. Zoe just really wants to be Japanese, uh, really badly. Hmm. She's definitely gonna start saying some phrases next week, unless they pull they change direction because yeah. that's like sumimasen. That's hmm. all she's gonna say. Can't wait. Well, uh, we talked about Indy Hartwell. Do we? We already talked about her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she said Dex is misunderstood and hopes yeah. he wins. Karrion Cross comes out, grabs a microphone, goes up on the commentary desk. He's fired up. He's yelling. He says, Joe, hey, Joe, you quit your job and trying to make some changes. You can't control this place and you know it. Tell me something, Joe. Who provoked who? And Joe comes out, but all these security guards, these jobber cops are holding him back. And he's like, you son of a, I'm going to kill you. Let me at him. Let me at him. And they're being pulled apart here. So Joe just... Cross is just dipped. Yeah. 
He kind of just is like, all right, cool. Uh, I'm surprised we saw him at all, to be honest. Yeah. This afterthought of a champion. Um, Joe just decides, you know what? I can't choke you out. I'll just choke one of these security guards. So he says, hey, you kid, you look like you know how to get choked out. So he puts Rick Steiner's kid in a choke. Oh, was it? One of the Steiners. He had ah. the facial hair like a Steiner. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, most physicality we've seen from Joe. He was clotheslining guys and, like, doing moves again. Yeah. Um, looked sweaty from it. Sweaty like, Joe. I, 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 yeah. Sweaty I mean, Betty. he hasn't wrestled for a while. He? True. He yeah. needs that poncho back. Yeah, I know. He looked he looked wet after this. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I am uh, I, I am still excited for this match. I think I, I've said this the last couple of weeks. Watch NXT in a bubble, and that's how I'm trying to do it. Uh, I think this feud is being built up well. I am looking forward to it. I will say, like they they sold me on the match, Joe and Cross. Cool. Mm. I will say it's they still have not done a good job of making Cross seem like a legit champion to nope. me. He still seems like this like ah, uh, I see Cross beating Joe and then losing the title to like Kyle. Kyle, yeah, I yeah, think. I can see that for sure. But I mean, it would be cool if Joe wins. Face well, we just don't know how long Cross is going to be doing double duty, do we? Right. Um, yeah. Because I I can't see him being champion too long. But is Joe the right guy to to yeah. drop it to? Yeah. Maybe that's what we need. If you're saying you don't buy Joe uh, Cross as a champion, a win over a Samoa Joe might be that thing in their mind that solidifies him a bit more. Before I think they tried it. Riley can beat him. They did it. They did the five way. They beat Johnny just mm. to make him go. Look, do you like him yet? Is he good yet? It's like, yeah, all right. Like he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's Cross, had some good matches. Cross actually. is good. It's just maybe it's just not working here. Yeah. Definitely move on. We the the curtain's been pulled a little too much. Yeah. We've seen how the Wizard of Oz guys move into things, and it's like, ah, you know what? Uh, get out of here. We go. To- um, what about Joe's roar at the end? Oh, right. We love roars in wrestling. Roar. But after he's attacked all these jobber cops, Sweating. he stands in the middle of the ring. He realizes Cross is gone. It's like um, Revenge of the Sith with Darth Vader going, No! It's Joe. Joe going, Roar! <laughs> he's so mad. He's so angry. Yeah, someone needs to gift this. Roar! The wrestlers love doing it. Why does everyone roar in wrestling? Why not? Ah! Why not? You don't do it in real life? You you howl like a wolf. I howl like a wolf. Out our window, and our neighbor has not said anything yet. <laughs> we go to a prime target. Yes. Prime target for NXT UK. We get the rematch of the year at TakeOver 36. Walter v. Dragunov 2. Walter has been champ for over 800 days. And it shows all these different wrestlers praising the last match that Dragunov and Walter had. We see Drew McIntyre, William Regal, Triple H, uh, Matt Riddle, um, Fit Finley mm-hmm. is like, oh, did you see that match? Drew That's McIntyre cool. said it's the best match he's ever seen. Yeah. Drew says it's like it's the best thing to happen to the UK scene. Yeah. He's like, it's the best. So Drew loves it. Drew loves Dragunov and Walter. They're all putting over the brutality of the match. Uh, Regal saying it's not just the most brutal match in nxt history it's just one of the most brutal matches in the industry uh really putting it over yeah um and then it shows like sit down interviews here classic prime target stuff it's a bit of a quicker one but see dragonov looking fancy serious he says something was broken in me from that match and then it cuts to walter that says on my best day i am unbeatable and you will not beat me 
you don't have the soul. Uh, and then it cuts to different like interviews from them back and forth. Uh, Walter says that he's next level. And sorry, Dragunov, it's just it's not it's not your time. And this rain will continue. Uh, but great promos from both of them, really. And the music again, it's it's got to be the same guys. I'm sure it's Sean Ryan. Yeah, probably. this guy is amazing. Uh, um, yeah, it, there were like shots from this like presser. That yeah. They were both at, both sit down. Um, at one point, Dragunov, I think, says in in his language that uh, Walter's uh, arrogant. And yeah. Walter's like, oh, arrogant am I? Arrogant. Uh, says he doesn't have the mental ability to step up to his level. Um, I, I like this, playing off, building up that hype of that first match. If If you're someone who hasn't seen that, I think this video makes you maybe want to go back and watch that first match because they're selling it as a big, big deal. And I, I like how kind of real this feels. I think the kind of European flavor yeah. definitely adds to it. Yeah. And it makes me feel like I'm watching a big sporting event. That's how I felt. a wrestling event. Yeah, that, this made me feel like you're hyping me up for this big game like mm. that's coming. But it's two guys. It's, it's like a boxing match. These It felt very sporty. The way they, the shots and the edits from the presser. and Walter sounds terrifying. Yeah. His voice is great. I dragged him off too. Uh, he sounded really strong. Yeah, I honestly, think so. especially if you're just someone who a watches this show and not NXT. Maybe you're not familiar. You've seen that one match. You're like, all right, I know they can wrestle. You watch this, you go, oh, they they got everything. I do not understand why Walter is not the the greatest thing in wrestling. Like, he is amazing. Why isn't he the 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 thing in wrestling right now? He's huge. He's scary when he talks. Why? Yeah, I, I don't get I it. I don't know. He I should. I be. know. Uh, a couple of years ago, there were the talks of him wanting to stay there so he could still run his school and sure. stuff like that. Okay. Uh, I I don't know if he's a family man. Like, I I agree he should be, but maybe he doesn't want to move to the states and live in Florida. You know, yeah, he might just be happy in Europe. So does and doing these one offs. Yeah. So Dragunov's gonna wrestle next week. On uh, it said he's appearing. Did it say wrestle? I thought he said in okay. action. I think I think it said in action. Dragunov in action. So awesome. Uh, do you think Dragunov's beating Walter? Interesting. Um, it's tough. He could. He could. I could totally see that. Or is having it at a takeover to set up for a bigger match for Walter? Joe. So they can roar. I can't. I, I'm thinking like Walter wins and then have someone come and confront him okay which joe's gonna be the main event so oh you want joe to confront walter i mean you want someone to confront walter yeah I've, i would like imagine Dunn comes back out or, or something like that okay. you know i, oh, I okay. could see someone ridge maybe yeah i don't know i don't know who the next challenger would be in nxt uk i can't say i i follow it religiously yeah um but maybe as you said walter the, with the f- travel being easier than it was now yeah um I could see it, Walter retaining and having a challenge right away. Well, I mean, you know, if Walter's on U.S. soil and Ishii's oh, on boy. U.S. soil, got to get that, got to get that <laughs> cross brand. Uh, I'm super stoked for this match. I can't wait for this match. Oh yeah, they they did a great job. With uh, this. Again, these prime targets are fantastic. Yeah, like this it wasn't like good. a half hour thing. It's probably like five five minutes, but it did the job. It had Triple H, William Regal, it had everything. I love the. The final shot was like the uh, Walter Dragunov and the back was all red and yeah. was just caving in till it formed the Roman numeral two mm. behind it. Nice little touch. Yeah. Serious. Mm. Seems serious. I could see Dragunov winning. I would like that. 
We go to uh, announcements for next week. Ember Moon's going to take on Saray. Yeah. Dragonov's going to be in action. And uh, there's a like a, a chat between Kyle and chat. Cole with uh, William Regal as the mediator as well. Yeah. So they said Adam Cole's injured from this attack from Kyle O'Reilly. So, but he will be face to face with Kyle next mm. week. So we will see that as well. Uh, they also said there's a 30 man, 30, sorry, 30, 30 minute Iron Man match. Devlin and a, a kid. Is he wrestling a kid? Or is it that's the guy's name still? <laughs> Kids, yes. <laughs> uh, so if you're interested in NXT UK, go check that out. But um, we have a video for Kushida. He heard what the Diamond Mine had to say earlier, and he's got a little video here that says, "Oh, Kushida, Roderick Strong, Roderick Strong, Kushida, you got it." So this match will happen. Will it happen at Takeover? Uh. They didn't say when. They didn't say when, which makes me think no. Ah. I think they'd have. I think if it was takeover, Kushida would have just said, "You, me, takeover." Takeover. Uh, so I see this being a TV main event. Yeah. Okay. Either way, get to see the match. Strong and Kushida take my money. But speaking of take my money, take all my money. Are you ready for our main event? Oh yeah. Love her or lose her match. We've seen this before in wrestling. Yeah, this should have been our best match ever, really, this week. Lo- is there just we've, one we've other one? We've had Tess, Shane McMahon. We've had... Uh, that was over Steph. Yeah. Um, oh, we've had more. Uh, really? Yeah, there have been a couple of these Love things. her or lose I'm her I'm pretty match. sure. Uh, I'm sure someone in the Twitch room is going to say the other matches. But yeah, Tess, Shane McMahon comes to mind. That's the one I know. Yeah. But I can't think of literally any other. It was a good match. Was it? So it, is, it is, it's, it's not a bad match. So it is the best love her or leave her match. I guess so. Unless we, we haven't talked about this yet. Yeah, I'm sure there's one other I, I can't think of. But What a strange thing in wrestling. Two men <laughs> fighting over the love. The of, custody of this woman. Yeah. It's like Dominic, Rey Mysterio, Eddie. It's like, okay, so Johnny, who's like the father figure to Indy. Is like it's like a Romeo and Juliet thing. Index has been pulled apart, but if Johnny wins, the romance can be no more. Yeah, but if Dexter wins, they can be together. They can be together forever, and he'd be invited into the way, into the family. Wow! So there's a lot. There's a lot to 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 take in here. A lot of ramifications. You know, we talk about stakes in wrestling, and this these are stakes. High 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 stakes. stakes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of a joke. Um, a, a, never mind. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what it was, and I'm like, I'm gonna just fuck it up. Uh, a guy walks into a butcher shop, right? And he slams down a thousand dollar bill. Yeah, and he says, "Butcher, I want all the steaks on the top shelf there." And he says, "Sorry, sir, the steaks are just too high." Uh, yeah okay yeah i told you it was a thousand dollar bill i don't know i couldn't think i'm trying to think on the fly i don't know we're not gonna do good jokes at this wedding if that's how we roll (laughs) i'll say that one at the wedding it'll it'll be great it'll be great i'll tell the one about jelly and jam at the wedding jelly and jam never mind let's go to our main event love her or lose her johnny gargano versus dexter loomis and Beth Phoenix gets Wade Barrett riled up on commentary. 
this was really funny. She's like, oh. It's kind of been Beth's job yeah, is to yeah. be super into this index story. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I really like this. She kind of convinces Wade that he does want index to go. And he's like, no, no, you're putting words in my mouth. No, no, no you just said this and you <laughs> want love to, to go and flourish. So Johnny starts off with a series of arm drags and Dexter's flying around there. Indy is ringside watching this on. Dexter hits a Luthez press and starts nailing Johnny with some strikes. Dexter then does his creepy Randy Orton edge Dexter slide. Like the slide slithers. Yeah, like a lizard. And uh, he goes under the ring at one point, and then Indy goes in. So Candace runs down, and she pulls Indy out with Johnny, but then Indy pulls Dexter out. Oh, it's like a human centipede of people pulling people out from under the ring here. Uh, they go to commercial break. When we come back, Dexter's in control. He hits a huge spine buster on Johnny for a near fall. There's then this kip-up leg drop combo from Dexter. Looked pretty fancy. There's then a rope assist falcon arrow, like a slingshot suplex into a falcon arrow, which looked pretty sweet actually as well from Dexter for a near fall. Johnny comes back with a bunch of super kicks. There's the Gargano escape, um, and and Dexter's trying to get out of it. Uh, Dexter reaches for the ropes while he's in the Gargano escape, and Indy's right by the ropes like, come on, Dexter, cheering him on. And he reaches through the ropes. He's in the submission hold. He's reaching for the rope break. Instead, he reaches over and just caresses Indy's face. face. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, uh, what's, it's kind of weird. So then he grabs the rope and the ref calls the rope break. Uh, there seems to be some, some commotion on the outside, the distraction, which allows Johnny to hit a flying tope suicide dive DDT. On Dexter on the outside. This looked pretty this nasty. Was, I'm thudded. Yeah, spiked him on his head. Rolls him back in the ring. Final beat. And Johnny is, well, we, he's the rebel heart. But tonight he's the rebel heartbreaker. Because oh, yeah. Johnny pins Dexter. Meaning Dexter loses. Index Indy. is no more. R.I.P. Index. Or so we thought. As Johnny, Candice are celebrating... And then Indy, Indy knows that in wrestling, certain things stipulations. Don't. Throw that in the bin. We don't <laughs> need that. As she runs down to the ring, runs into the arms of Dexter, and starts making out with him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. As uh, Johnny and Candace are in shock. She was doing the fake kissing thing, wasn't she? Yeah, I it mean, was she, like her hand was there, and she she's was... got a lot of hair to cover, so yeah. you can't see what she was doing. But yeah, she, the classic kiss but not kiss thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. You can't get away with that. Yeah, I mean, they tried. Come on. Yeah, come on. As NXT goes after, sorry, it goes off the air, and Index, they're not supposed to be together, but you know, you can't. You can't put a stipulation on love. Mm. You can't. You can't. And maybe Johnny, maybe Dexter earned Johnny's respect in this match. Uh, There was the moment where Dexter bumped into uh, Indy and he was showing genuine concern. Mm -hmm. And maybe maybe Johnny saw that. And maybe Johnny will will warm up to the idea of Dexter Loomis. Right. It's it's like when when Shane faced Undertaker in Hell in a Cell for those, whatever was in that lockbox. And Shane would gain control of Raw or whatever. And then Shane lost and Vince was like, you know what, just, you can control it. It's yours. Do you remember that? It's weird. Yeah. They were like, next night, they were like, nah, I can see that being Johnny. I can be like, oh, 
You earned my respect. Do you remember that? It's literally like just some casual throwaway thing in wrestling that pissed off so many people. <laughs> I want to know what's in that lockbox. Literally box. made me go fucking done. I'm done. I don't want to watch this anymore. Uh, you know what? The match was, uh, I think, maybe one of Dex's better matches. Um, it's He was fighting it was, for love. It was fine. This isn't, for me, what I want in TV main event. Um, yeah. It was entertaining enough, but I, I expect a bit more from NXT. Um, yeah. But I think this kind of puts a cap, maybe. To this <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. They just said I don't you know. Can't if you open the show with this or have this in the middle of the show, yeah, yeah. I'd have been okay with it. But to end the show with this, especially when you had the, the Zoe Stark thing earlier, it was just a bit... Ugh. So you're saying you should have ended with the sushi restaurant? Oh, absolutely. I feel like it, it definitely wasn't a main event like that. Would From what we expect needles, yeah. with NXT, NXT normally try and put on something pretty big. Yeah, and we've seen Johnny and Dexter like, wrestle know, a lot. I, I know it didn't really do it for me, but with a build, with a couple of video packages, Bobby Roddy could have headlined, you know? But yeah. that's why that felt like a throwaway. So actually what you were saying about Bobby, uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me. So you're saying this whole episode of NXT was a throwaway. I wasn't too into this week. I really enjoyed last week's even though that was taped i've i've enjoyed the last few months to be honest i i think this is the weakest episode for a while it was the weakest for a while last week was okay it had some ups and it had some downs but this one we're on this road to this takeover mm. i definitely was expecting a bit more but i like the cameron grimes stuff like his his kind of hot run at the end of the match against gyv i like the prime target um that was about it for me this week yeah, uh, I can't tell if I thought the sushi thing was the greatest thing I've ever seen or absolute worst. Mm. Uh, so it, I wasn't super high on this episode, but at the same time, it wasn't like drizzling shits. Yeah. It wasn't Monday Night Raw. No. So that's good. That's good. That is, it is good. <laughs> Takeover shapes up. We'll definitely be looking forward to that in a few weeks. What do we got? We got a few weeks before that takeover. Yep, we've got, I think it's uh, the 22nd. So we have two more weeks. So we've got a couple of weeks. Um, Looking forward to it. And obviously we've got um, SummerSlam the night before. We've got the tailgate, the up next tailgate (sighs) on that Saturday, Saturday 21st. Yeah, you're going to be sick of us. We got the tailgate for all patrons. If you sign up to our Patreon, not only do you get all these podcasts... Hundreds of shows, mm. new shows, old shows, best match ever, NXT reviews, all that stuff. But you're invited to the tailgate. You are. The, this the, will be our third virtual tailgate. Third virtual. Yeah. The hottest sesh of the summer. Come out because it's going to be great. Uh, and then we'll be doing a watch along on Twitch for SummerSlam. And then we'll stay on and probably do a post show for that. And we'll probably be wasted yeah, and try to make last call a good, at a bar. It's not going to be a good post show. We're going to whiz through it. And then Sunday, on the 22nd of August, we're going to be doing a BDE Games. It's a return. It's up next summer. It's up next summer. Headlined by Braden Harrington defending his BDE Championship yeah. against Fire Frank uh, in a two-out, three-falls match. Yeah, World Champ patrons get... Uh, Get some crazy ins and outs here on our Patreon because if you're a world champ, we invite you to some of these games to play. And we we tricked a lot of our world champ patrons by tricking them into a game, which was a Money in the Bank show. Fire Frank won this game. The replay's up on the Twitter uh, Twitch for anyone interested. Uh, and Frank won. And Frank, world champ patron, friend of the show, knows a lot about trivia of wrestling. He's great. So I uh, I got to get training for my match. I get, we need a prime target. 
<laughs> from my match with Frank, and that's exactly what we got because we got Dicky Bird on our side. So uh, looking forward to all the stuff. Follow the socials because the stuff we got planned for this event might blow your mind. Yeah, we'll be announcing some new matches uh, for that day. Uh, but these have always been really fun. Go back if you are uh, one of our patrons. Uh, go back, listen to some of the shows or watch them on. They're all uploaded to YouTube, which we've been taking care of our YouTube channel recently. So give that a follow, youtube.com slash up next. Um, but we didn't read feedback for this. But yeah, this no, show. Of, of course. But uh, I, I do have to say, at Dickie Bird Media, he's the guy uh, behind the scenes. He hates when we mention him, mm. but he's, he's fucking insanely talented. He is our prime target. So go check out the stuff he's doing. He's working as we speak on some stuff so can't wait to share it with you guys because it's all about the pop and we want to pop you guys so come hang out that SummerSlam weekend is going to be stacked if we can't hang out in person you can hang out virtually we'll be your wrestling friends and come hang out the 21st 22nd is going to be stacked and I can't wait this is this is super fun we've had such a blast with these guys and we love all our listeners and our patrons and all that stuff so can't wait but now we can read some feedback let's go to it because I see that there's some feedback for NXT Yes, uh, starting on the Facebook group from Corey, says NXT tonight was pretty okay, way better than Raw at least. I feel like WWE is misreading the room again when it comes to this Raquel Dakota feud. It's shades of the Becky Charlotte all over again. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting as well. Uh, I've seen a decent number of people try and criticize the EO Zoe segment as stupid comedy garbage, but I found it fine, if a bit bland. Zoe just feels awkward and not in a good way. Did enjoy EO sticking Zio with uh, sticking Zoe with the check though. Long live Index. May it rain forever. Excited for Saray Ember Moon next week. We, sorry, who Thank was you, that? Corey. Corey. That was Corey. Uh, well, uh, I see a different Corey here. Did you read that one? <laughs> I read Corey Helfrick. Oh, then it's Dylan. Oh, okay. I'll go to Dylan here who says, ready for live NXT to happen again. I kind of zoned out knowing that no big surprises would happen as I would have heard about them by now. That being said, Johnny winning did surprise me a bit, but the Indox payoff afterwards made it all make sense. Hit Row kind of punked out Legato, but I get it. Hit Row is hot. Keep them hot. Kind of expecting one of those two trios feuding with Pete and Ridge and Danny next. Grimes and Knight storyline progressed nicely this week, expecting a huge pop when he wins that million dollar title. Side note, remind me to never hire Samoa Joe for any job ever. Dude quits, and two weeks later is actively destroying his previous work. <laughs> Jokes aside, that storyline is great if you just ignore Raw entirely. Yes. Yeah. I just you. refreshed the page. I think Corey added something. He did. To it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Asking if you caught any of EO's live stream she did last weekend. What? He says it was great, and she dropped a bunch of neat little details about herself. Live stream on what? I don't know. Instagram? You'll have to ask Corey. Twitch? Imagine EO's on Twitch. I don't know. I know she's on Instagram, and she posts a lot of photos of her cat. It's very cute. Nice. Yeah. But you won't let me get a cat. No. Even though it'd no. be cute. We could get a cat and name Let's it get a, Yeah, okay, deal, deal, <laughs> done. You heard it here. We're no, getting a cat, guys. We're not getting a cat. We're getting a cat. <laughs> Do you want to read the next one? Sure. Andrew from Cape Breton. I don't get to watch NXT often, so it was good to see what was happening. Karrion Cross wasn't on much today, but I get where the outrage with him constantly losing comes from. This has never happened before. Even when NXT was considered developmental during Wozniak's days, Big E was still presented as a big deal when he debuted. Pac, Owens, Champa, and Cole were all NXT champions when wrestling on the main roster and were all presented as important and given wins. 
Now, this isn't the first time WWE developmental champions have been presented poorly on television. In the OVW days, Doug Basham went from OVW champ to BDSM gimp. His heated rivalry with uh, Damaja became his kayfabe brother, Danny. <laughs> okay, well, hold on. Andrew's, Andrew's You're talking com- about OVW. Yeah, here. dude, come on. You're talking about takeovers that sell NXT's developmental and you're comparing it to OVW. You're talking people- about something on the same channel on TV today. Like, yeah, USA on airs USA. both the same yeah. shows. So, like, no, sorry. I'm not comparing a fucking Basham brother <laughs> from OVW. Andrew, I love you, but you've definitely been on the juice tonight. Good sir. <laughs> Fuck and and how dare you ask me if I remember the Bashams? Of course, we love the Basham brothers. Did you know they're not actually who is brothers? That, who is that? Uh, the woman that Damage, wasn't it from Tough Enough? Oh, Damage was their name. Yeah, uh, Tough Enough. Yeah. Oh uh, man, good trivia question. It was in one of our. She things. was one of the runners up. Yeah. To Nidia. Yeah, not Jackie. I think not Jacqueline. No, Jackie um, something. I think Damn. began with S, didn't it? Damn, I don't even know uh, Basham brothers. Uh, Frank. Is probably in the chat and knows who it is. <laughs> Schooling you already. Andrew t- Andrew's writing about how I, I got I, I saw the criticism with people being like, well, look how they've they treated champions before, but it's like, but for the past like three years, mm. NXT's been treated like good because it's been but killing it. Also, you look at Raw and it's like, is it a is it an NXT thing or is it just a terrible raw booking thing? Yeah. It's the 50-50 booking. It's been it's, sticking it to trips. It's very and odd. It's definitely him being like, oh, you think you're like your little cute little uh, gold and black brand over there with your five-foot champions and your all this stuff. You know what? Screw you. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Shaniqua. Shaniqua. That was their enforcer in the Basham Brothers. Mm. They were part of the cabinet. Yeah. JBL's cabinet. Oh, did they do favorite. that? I think I, yeah, that's why I left. I told you, JBL becoming champ was like, I'm over it. You just wanted to Bring go back to the bar. The gimps. <laughs> you just wanted to go back to the bar and watch the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, Andrew, to cut you off, but I took offense to comparing Carrying Cross. Even me, I, I got to put my foot down, defend Carrying Cross, comparing him to the Damaja, one of the Bashams. I'll read the last one here from Megan, who writes in. I've been feeling pretty down about NXT, he writes, and that doesn't include the dreadful main roster booking. I've missed a good portion of the show, but what I did adore was the amazing Walter Dragunov package. Whoever has to follow that at TakeOver will be shitting a brick. I wasn't too hot on the EO Zoe Sushi vignette. The main event between Gargano and Loomis was fine, but the index story elevated and made each near fall meaningful. The ending paid off. In the romance, I guess love conquered all in the end. Indy and Austin have left the nest. Next week's return to live broadcasting is looking pretty good, as I'm pretty excited to see Dragunov live on NXT. Thanks for keeping me around. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Thank you all in the feedback. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Uh, So, people, I kind of agree with where NXT is right now. I think so, yeah. But don't sleep on the takeover. Oh, absolutely. The takeover will deliver, and and we know that. They'll, They'll stand and deliver. Like they say they will. Uh, so that's what we do every week. We talk about NXT on Tuesday nights. We record this show up next on twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast, 1015 Eastern Time. We record this show, and then, of course, you're listening to it wherever you found this podcast. But we do the same thing with AEW Dynamite, the Cool Kids show, the Cool Kids table. We sit there once in a while, and uh, we'll do that tomorrow as well because uh, we got bad versus good, good versus evil. Malachi Black versus Malachi Cody Black, Rhodes, yeah. depending on who you think is the good, who you think is the evil. Mm. In that, in that. I'm excited for tomorrow night's Dynamite. And Ever Eyes. 
2.0. I have a Rise 2.0. I can't wait. Wait, you want to take a swing at me? Yeah, I'm super excited to see those guys. Uh, we will be doing that. We'll be chatting all about Dynamite and, and such on this show. And, of course, listen to Shot in the Dark. 15 minutes or less, you get caught up on everything you didn't watch in the world of wrestling. Uh, maybe even Sino will talk about PWG oh. and, and stuff. I mean, he didn't watch it because no one con. could. Con, unless, <laughs> unless you were there. Which looked pretty sweet. Yeah, it sounded pretty cool. It looked pretty sweet. I wouldn't mind watching that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, But yeah, we'll keep you up to date with ROH, NXT UK, Dark, Dark Elevation, MLW, all the the stuff you may have missed. Sino will catch you up in either Shot in the Dark or check out his written reports on postwrestling.com as well. And bye, and Eric, MMA, our cot. We need to get Sino a shirt, man. We do, we do. I told it. We're we're, we're working on it. What would it be? It can be whatever he wants. Uh, it's just a shot. Something about shot in the dark. I don't want anything gun related on my PWT store. Mm. I don't like guns. No. But shot in the dark, like a shot, like you're taking a, a shot. shot in the dark, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's already his artwork for his show. You yeah, you could just put that. You could say, see no evil, uh, something. See no evil. <laughs> I watch all the wrestling you don't watch. Yeah. Or I watch a lot of wrestling. Should just be his we'll shirt. That we'll should just be his shirt. Too. I watch a lot of wrestling. I watch a lot of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I got kids. <laughs> we need a shirt that just simply. How do we not have this? Ask me about my BDE. Ah, uh, yes. Writes itself. This is true. Put it on a sticker. Put it on a thing. Make yeah. it then. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do it. Hey, thank you guys. Yes. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Well, just I'll finish the plug. Buy Eric's shirt from right. uh, store.postwrestling.com. Uh, he does so much work. He's always supported us. So yeah, uh, we'd like to support him. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. Yes. Postwrestling.com is where you can find all of our stuff here. Uh, go give us a nice little re- review, a nice little rating on Apple Podcasts, if that's the podcast app you're using. And check us out, Patreon. The month just started, and I'm telling you, five bucks for North American tier. You get these retro NXT reviews. We didn't even mention that we just recorded and put out a show of Was Next, where we talk about NXT. We're in 2013. The main event we just chatted about last week that we uploaded, Bray Wyatt versus Chris Jericho. Yeah, very weird. Which... Could potentially be a match you see again. Perhaps. Maybe. Possibly. So go back because we chat all about old NXT from the very beginning onward on What's Next. Plus our best matches ever. We've done all sorts of different ones. I want – no one's messaged me triple mania matches. I know there's a list. I can Google. I know how it works. But I like when people tell me which matches hold near to their hearts. So triple mania, watch along. And post show is going to be happening. But a best match ever, triple mania, is going to be happening. So take – Take all your matches you love. Absolutely, yeah. And send them. I, I'm not too familiar. I haven't watched much. I, we did the show last yeah. year. But beyond that, I haven't seen a great deal apart from Crazy Gifts. So share us your, your favorite Triple Mania matches. We'd love to see them. Yeah, so patreon.com slash up next. Best match ever, Daniel Bryan and Wrath of Khan, Star Trek, out this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, so crazy stuff. But it gives you access to everything we've done in that vault there. So thank you guys for listening and supporting us. We'll be back with BD Elite tomorrow to chat all about that. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. That's it. I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me Twitter, Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Congrats, Way. And congrats, Index. Congrats, Index. Love is in the what air. What a great week for love. Love. Love, love.
Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash a second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.